to LA on Lock Radio, bringing you all the newest and exclusive underground music from Los Angeles to any other city around it. Let's go. Log in now. multi-talented you know in so many different things man and um before we get started i just want to thank everybody that's tuning in that's always watching us that's that's helping our numbers go up on on youtube as well as twitch um twitter wherever they're streaming from you know three got this shit locked in everywhere so we thank you guys for watching always every week you guys are always ready prepared to comment and asking questions uh, call in uh, that's all we that's all we do this for. We don't do this just to to get the artists out there. We do this to get y'all involved, to get the 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 fans, the supporters involved, so you can know who these artists are. You know, we always do our best to bring people that are are creative, that want to do something with their life, and and that have goals and ambitions, and and write their plans down and accomplish them. You know, we always try to give you those type of people. And the guests that I have today, I can definitely say. From the success that he's been having, especially so fast, uh, I, it only has to be hard work and, uh, and, and dedication. Yes, so I want to give a big shout out to Compton, one of my favorite cities in the world because I'm right down the street from it. <laughs> Compton's very own, man. TJ with a scar, man. What What's do, good, what do, bro? What it do, what it do, what it do, man. How you living, man? man? I'm great, man. How you doing? Good to see you, bro. Good to now, meet likewise, you. Likewise, likewise. Yeah, man. So Compton's very own, bro. That that's very powerful. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know our 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 music background with Compton from NWA to, to Easy to you know to to DOC. I mean not DOC is not for Compton, but um who who was I thinking of? Uh MCA, DJ right. Quick. You know the right, list right. goes, on, goes on. Yeah. And um that 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 comes with a big, big weight on, on you know, a big weight on the people's shoulders, like, oh I gotta or big shoes to fill in, I gotta fill in this Dre's shoes, I gotta fill in it, you know. What, what's it feeling like for you as a Compton artist? What do you feel it is the most on your mind, looking back at all the greats that we have? Just being, just being authentic, like just that. I think being authentic, like it just it, it cuts through because you can't really try to do what they done. I mean, it's being in hip hop, like that's been shunned upon from the gate. Like you can't bite nobody. You a biter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just being authentic who you are, your story. Like, God made us. Nobody has the same fingerprint. Like, every person in the world, there's a different fingerprint. Mm -hmm. Like, you have your own story. God made you how you are. So just being authentic, like, I think it just cuts through. Like, because when it ain't authentic, like, we we can see it. So it's, I mean, there's big shoes. This is a mask. Yeah, there's big shoes to fill because of... The history of the city, but when you when you're authentic, you just being yourself, and it cuts through. And and I totally agree with that. And I feel like being from Compton, I don't think either of them, any of them, bit off each other. I just felt like that's their 
you know, each each town has a wave, you know what I'm saying? The, yeah. the Alabama, and then they have that South Country music. Uh, uh, West Coast obviously has that gangster rap and stuff like that. So, you know, I never really looked at it as biting off. I get what you mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have your own style. And the one thing about each and every one of those West Coast artists that I described, especially yourself included, um, they each have their own style. But you guys are from Compton. You can't help but to talk about a certain right. thing, a certain way. Right. You know, whether it's your own way, it's still like uh, uh, a dude can say, yeah, I fuck with these hoes. And another person can say, I fuck with these bitches. Either way, it's, it's still the, it's still the same You know thing. what I'm saying? The times change, so the dialogue changed. Yes, sir. But it's, it, the, the, the stories are familiar. Exactly. Because the, the environment, that the conditions that we grew up under, they're the same. It's just the times are different. It's mm-hmm. just like laws change. It's the same damn laws, right? But it's just it's just it's in different times. That's mm-hmm. all. So, back to that, you know. Um, obviously, we hear in, in, in Compton rap uh, music a lot of gang violence, a lot of um, controversy about you know uh, criminals, felons uh, mm-hmm. that you know some even get out of jail just to add more problems. They don't get out to to be better. They get out to go right back in. You're right. And the media has done a lot. And they, they played a huge part in making Compton and our local cities, you know, from Linwood to Wass, any of those, mm-hmm. they 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 did a they have a big part in making us look like we're terrible, we're we're crazy, we're violent. All we want to do is fight and and cause uh, cause problems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I I like to think that it's deeper than that. It's more than that. People don't just fight to start fights. You know what I'm saying? They they go through shit. There's personal yeah. things, and and. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of people in the community, they work to fix shit like that. They don't always just like it doesn't always lead to fighting anymore. It doesn't always lead to to, to gun violence. Some people are able to talk it out and work it out, and the media is not pushing that out there. So because they don't they don't see that part. Right. They don't. But they, you do. But yeah, and it, and it's that part. The it, it's not glorified. It, it doesn't sell stories. Right. It doesn't sell stories. But here at LA Unlock, we sell that because we we need you to know that that's who. It, Compton is not, and, and this is for any city where you're from, and if you're being labeled the wrong way, st- stand up for yourself. I'm going to stand up for Compton. I'm going to stand up for, for all our inner cities around us because it isn't always bad, bro. No, it, I mean, we had great times growing up in the city. Like, there's... Talk about it. Talk about like, growing up. Growing up, like, man, it was it was just fun. Like, it was just, just being a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, I'm sure everybody's shooting marbles, fixing bikes. You know what I'm saying? Like eight football on the streets. Eight football on the streets. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that, that, that upbringing. Like you don't get that nowhere else. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and it it builds character because we made something out of absolutely nothing. That's when you're talking about turning a milk crate into a basketball court, nailing it on that? the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, yeah. ripping up the bottom parts. Exactly. Of the you making those, something out of nothing. My boy Rocky, he. He had this damn bike, dog. He out of wood. He built a speaker out of oh, wood. Wow. Took a speaker out. Of, I don't know where he got the speaker from, but he put it on back of his bike. Yeah. He had an amp on it, like on an actual beach cruiser, like it out of nothing. Like that's yeah. just who we are. We're not. We're we're not a, a town of criminals like they portray us to be. We're a town, just like everybody else, of inventors, of future doctors, future teachers. You know. It's just we don't have the resources to channel that those those talents that we have. It's like like I said, my boy came up with 
this was back in the 90s. Right. You know what I'm saying? To where now they got bikes with speakers and all Bluetooth, type. You know what I'm saying? Bluetooth, everything. Everything, yeah. everything like uh, you yeah. came up with this decades ago. Yeah. But it just not having the the resources of being exposed to mm. not just saying, okay, I did it for myself. Like this can actually be a business right. to be able to create generational income for generations to come. Right. So it's just just having that the resources and just the outlets to be able to channel that that energy and the media they don't see that and like I said they don't sell stories so that's not what they're gonna push right so it's up to us to bring that to the light and even when I mean there's a lot of great things that a lot of people do in a city Um, just during the whole pandemic we had a whole Compton March like against police that. like it was so many people the free out. food there's people out there days it was like for real days and hours just giving out free food yeah like that's it, their, it, it was, and they're not even getting paid for it and and it, it got a little media attention but it wasn't like as if the when somebody shot somebody and they running that and running that and running that yeah. they, or if, if some rich guy comes and donates you know a uh, 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 hundred thousand or whatever to a building to get a na- his name on there. They put that they on. Oh yeah, they, they, they gonna run that because yeah. it, it sells a story. And I mean, to a certain extent, being a business owner, so I, I understand that it's a business, and they have bosses that they have to listen to. And it's like they trying to sell a story, but at the same time, but when it gets to the higher ups, yeah. they're pushing a narrative. Oh yeah, they're pushing yeah. a narrative, and they know what that is, and 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 it's it's about gain for them but it's shining a negative light on the inner cities and it's crazy and it's been going on forever it, it hasn't changed yeah man and but like you said you know before we we gotta shed light on that we gotta yeah. be the end and that's why I, I love that bro has me over here and and this is LA on lock we do this for every other state it doesn't matter where you're from but we do this specifically for LA for LA to let people know that um there, there's so much talent, man. There's so many people, not even music-wise, just people that are, are activists. They're trying to do good for the community. They're trying to help make L.A. not seem so that when, when people think of L.A., they don't only think of Hollywood as the nice part. They think of L.A. Oh, L.A.'s a nice area, you know, instead right. of just the constant ghetto. And I feel like we're the only ones that's able to push that out there. So Yeah, you have to be because, it, it, I mean, if you don't, who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? Yeah. So, um... To, to go back to your childhood, I, I saw this interview that you did, and you mentioned that, uh, and and it's crazy. I love this because man, he he was such a young age, but you you did a song, you wrote a song at nine years old. Oh. T- tell him what you wrote <laughs> the song about, bro. The song was, I mean, it was about my neighborhood, right? Because that's that's all that I knew. Yeah. Like I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a child, right. so it ain't like I can just go. I'm not an adult, so I can't just go. I can only go where my mother allowed me to go. Yeah. Right. And this is where I was at. So it, it was about the 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 people that me and my friends we looked up to in the neighborhood. Yeah. That that that's the only thing that I can rap about. And that's hip hop. That's hip hop. Yep. Yeah. But throughout my career, like that's how my music has always been. It's it's about telling stories. And I seen Jay Z say this once and he and I was like, he's actually right. Like, as long as I'm alive, I can always do music. Because I'm I'm consistently living, right. so I'm always gonna have a story to tell, yeah, and true. 
and it's and that's when you just being genuine, genuine and authentic. When you trying to create this facade, it, you're gonna run out of content. Right. But as long as I'm living, just this conversation today, I can write a whole song about my experience with you guys here today. That's true. So as long as I'm living, I can always have content. But like, man, to 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 go back to it, like as far as my childhood, like just writing that rap. The first rap that I ever it was. It was a uh, mind playing tricks on me beat. Okay. Yeah, by the Ghetto Boys. By the Ghetto Boys, yeah. Yeah, that was the first rap that I ever wrote. I don't remember none of the lyrics, but <laughs> it was it was, I you know. And back then you had I put it on a tape. Right. So you know what I'm saying I had to wrap it into the speaker. I mean to my radio. Yeah. To get it onto the tape. Yeah, I know those times. It, 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 it was crazy. Was <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it was crazy and. I had a tape and that's how it, that's how it started for me. Yeah, I, I like that man. I love that hustle and that dedication, especially at a young age. You know, what 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 made me chuckle a little bit wasn't even out of disrespect. It was just funny because like most nine year olds, if they're making music, if they're being artists, they're trying to like get the girls' attention. They're rapping like like that's their main focus. You know, I want to rap about the girls. I want and that's cool, but no nine-year-old really raps about their neighborhood and their block and I that was really interesting to me you know what I'm saying I mean cuz at that time it's like yeah I was nine years old but I mean when like when when I think about my son like right now he's eight he think girls are girls like he not you're not thinking about <laughs> girls like you know what yeah. I'm saying it's just about me and my friends and what we do so that's that's what I knew so yeah, that's yeah. what I rapped about and I didn't even know that I knew how to rap. It just I liked the song. I had the 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 cassette, and back then the singles had it had the single, it had the clean, and it had an instrumental oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, I remember those. It had they an instrumental. That, the, they did that for demo CDs too. Yeah, yeah, it had an instrumental. So I'm listening to it. And I'm like, oh, it got a beat. And then it just it just happened. Like it's not something like I was like oh, I want to be a rapper. Yeah. It it's just something that materialized. Okay, so so that goes into my my um, later question that I had, but I'll, I'll ask you now: Was there anyone in in like involved in music in your like what what motivated you to want to pick up that microphone aside from you know you know being able to talk about your block and, and your neighborhood? Was there someone that you looked at or that you saw and was like, oh damn, it, it could be a celebrity yeah, or, yeah. or no, a friend? Most, most definitely, like I wrote that rap years later. I'm never, I've never touched music again, never revisited really? ever again at that point mm-hmm. until I'm a teenager now. My cousins, they had an independent deal. And I was like, okay, they rap. You know, I went to a few of their shows. It was cool. Yeah. But then they got an advancement check. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait, y'all got paid for this? Like that, that turned me all the yeah. way on. It's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on this. I'm doing this. Because I know I know how to do it because I did it before. I'm interested, but y'all just got paid. And I'm talking about money that I, as a child, I mean, I'm still a teenager. So this yeah. money I've never seen in my life. I'm like, yo, y'all got that from rapping? I can do that. It, it really makes you think, like, damn, man. Like, where, well, what, what other thing will make me happy and make me love what I'm doing? Except for for whatever it is that that does that. For and me. I even put it in a song like I got the song is called All Away, and one of the lyrics is like, when I started, it was out of love, it wasn't about the respect, and 
until my cousin signed the deal and got advancement checks. Like, mm. at that, what I mean by that is, I was just doing rap for the love. Right. It wasn't about the respect, and the, the respect came in once I seen they got a check. So I figured, okay, in order to get a check, you got to be nice. So that's sure. what I mean. It, it was for the love. It wasn't about the respect yeah. until I seen my cousin get advancement check. Oh, I got to be nicer than y'all because I want to be in a group. I want the check. Right. So that, that's that's what started me. And one of my cousins in the group, Stray Dog, okay. like I was I was just going, like my in my neighborhood, my friends called me, they called me no good. And that's what I was just going as. But my family always called me TJ. Okay. Like just because my last name is Tillman and I'm a junior, so from, oh that makes sense. Yeah. From as long as I can remember being alive, I was I've, I've always been TJ. Okay. So one day in a studio sessions, he said some some bandana, some song with my nigga Scarface, Mr. TJ Santana, and everybody in the studio is like oh, and I'm like damn that was catchy like. Yeah. And then after a while, and everybody start calling me that, and they's like, you gonna roll with them? And I'm just like, nah, I'm going with no good. And they like, nah, you gotta go with TJ Santana like that. It just fits. Yeah, and, it does, man. And, and that's that's what I that's what I started when I started my music career. That's what I was going as. Yeah, cause I think of no good, and to be honest, man, I I would listen to TJ with the scar instead of no good, just because. I would hear no good and I'd be like, all right, here's a pop. I'm not hearing, but I would think of the name and I'd be like, here's a guy who probably doesn't think that, you know? Yes. And it sounds cliche, but I'm sure any everybody will probably be, oh, this guy's already self-doubting himself. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Right. So as opposed to TJ with the scar, who you have something that people will look at or so, maybe even poke fun of, but you're um, you're embracing it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You're, you're proud of it and you're like, like like uh, Scarface for example, exactly. you know, yeah. he you know what I'm saying he embraced that and 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 he was the baddest motherfuckers in the world, you know what I mean? Most so definitely. well he was a fictional character, but you know I'll, but the, the, the the real, real Scarface, Scarface that right. is based on, you know. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know what I mean? And it's just like sometimes people are are given things, and we we don't we like to think that um when when we get a mistake that it, it's it's fucked up and it's ruined for us, not knowing that. Mistakes are are a great reason, a great opportunity to 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 learn from a lesson and, and to be turn better it, and turn it into a positive. Yeah, exactly, yeah, definitely. You know, so definitely. so I, I want to get back into music, man. I want to continue more with the uh, with the music part of the interview. What what were you listening to growing up? You know, what I'm saying, did you have the vinyl records? Did you have uh, tapes? Like the I I like the late '80s, early '90s. Like I was. I mean, because back in that time, like, I watched a lot of TV. Okay. And this was, like, Yo MTV Raps at that time. You know what I'm saying? I watched Big Daddy Kane. You know what I'm saying? KRS-One. Oh, I love KRS-One. Rakim. Yeah. MC Light. Uh, BDP. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Self-Destruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, 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 Rob Bass. Like, okay. this So is, you fuck with Roxanne, Roxanne. Of course. All that, yeah. And Melly, uh, Marty Marr. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, the symphony. The symphony was when that came. That was the hardest beat I've ever heard in my life. Like the symphony, it just it was like just the beat came. I was like, damn, like this is. I always wanted to redo that beat, just because to me it was just the hardest beat ever at that time. But that's the music that I. That's what I grew up listening to because that's what that's what was on TV. Okay. 
and, and it, it was it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Like Big Daddy Kane, MC Light, Queen Latifah, yeah, like that Light, yeah. that era. Like it was it it was not it wasn't the beginning, but just say for instance, like on on a street level. You have the OGs and then you got the BGs. Like they was right, just like right. the BGs. You know what I'm saying? It was the second generation, yeah. and it was just. But you gotta understand, like, I felt like they set the 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 they paved they paved the way for real lyricism to make you you know to get on the song and snap and talk about. Yeah. And not not that uh, not that uh, uh, the Furious Five that they didn't. They were you know Sugar Hill Gang. Right, right. They were talking someone about the streets, but. Uh, MC Light and Queen Latifah came in, and and and, and Q Tip and them like they exactly. were all, they were rugged, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. They were conscious rappers that weren't afraid to talk shit and cuss, you know yeah, what I'm saying? And that was a thing, and they had stories, they had a story to tell, yeah. and just the lyrics, like just the content, like they had songs. It it wasn't just right. Georgie Porgy will always be my favorite song in the world, bro. MC dope. Light, yeah, it was man. dope. It was dope, like just that that generation of music, like. I love, I mean, as far as business-wise, I believe, like, the late, um, or the early 90s, I would say, like, the death row, bad boy era, moving on into the, like, it's, that's the golden era of hip-hop. Like, that's when hip-hop was making the most money. It, they sold the most units. But I grew up, like I said, on on Big Daddy Kane, MC Light. You know what I'm saying? Because that was, that what was, that's, what was on that's television. the mecca. That, that was it yeah. right there. You know Where they're from is the mecca, so you know that yeah. New York ain't gonna. I mean, there are some whack New York rappers, but at the time, New York, especially uh, being hip hop was was still fresh, people were excited, man. So can you just imagine a world without Nas and then hearing Nas? You know what I'm saying? I could. I wasn't old enough when Nas first came out, but yeah, I'm. People may crucify me for this, but I don't care. To this day, I've never listened to Illmatic all the way through. Okay. Never. I tried. Now, it, it was written, his second album? Oh, I'm a fucking fan. I love it. Like, it was... It 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 resonated with me. Just the, the content, the... the, the, the so Sonically, yeah. it mixed in with what I like. Like, the... The the I couldn't relate to the the content of Illmatic. It was just too New York, just the sound, just sonic wise. Yeah. And I was too young to I didn't I it didn't connect. It didn't connect with me at all. Gotcha. But it was written with I ruled the world. Like right. that that shit was it took the world by storm. And and. So you see that that's a perfect example that um, sometimes you just you, you you hear an artist and maybe you might not like him at first, but if you just give him a chance, you know, I, I was just talking to three about this with, with movies and shows and stuff. You know, there's some shows I'm watching for like five minutes and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. But then I catch myself bored right one day and I'm like, you know what, let me just finish watching this shit. And I finish watching it and I love that shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's just like. You, you you said it already, and and you were you were said in your way that Illmatic just wasn't your cup of tea. But had you have kept that mentality and 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 said you know what I don't fuck with Nas because of that, 
you wouldn't have uh, heard it was written and you wouldn't have liked it so much. And, yeah. You know, so it's it's good to give people a chance, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, I, you, you, you never can just write someone off. Um, it just like I said, it just didn't connect with me, and and it's not gonna connect with everybody. Sometimes everything ain't for everybody. You, you like you said, you may catch on later, and you go back and revisit it. Okay, I, I caught you on the back end. I didn't catch you on the first run. That it's okay. It's okay because even even with Jay Z, when he first came out, my homeboy Cat, it was Jay Z, Jay Z, and like he was rapping too fast for me. I couldn't. I couldn't when, catch it when he first came out with Jazz O. Yeah, yeah was, it was just it was. Do you know where he got that style from? And I I want to say this and think that I I think it's true, but because I only ever heard him rap like that was was a Big L. You know oh, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. feel like Jay Z and they were close. You know, it's yeah, not like they yeah. bit off each other, but they were close. But you just hear the similarities. Like, look at me, then a minute. You know, when when Big L rapped like that, and when they did Graveyard, the song Graveyard together, you know, you hear the similarity in in the fast rap. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it just didn't connect. Yeah. But once he slowed it down, and when he came with that joint with Mary, I was like, "Oh, I can feel this." Yeah. Like it. So, most of the most of the part of it for me, it starts sonically, because that's what I hear first. I hear the music before I hear the lyrics. So if I can't feel the, the music, there's no way I I'm not going to just get into. The lyrics, I'm not even giving it a chance because the music to me sonically is it's a cringe. Right. It's just not connecting. It's like it's not my cup of tea. Like I said, everything is not for everybody. But doubling back around, yeah. from from there on, once he got me, now I'm open. I was like, oh, he got lyrics. I want to hear what he's saying. Some of the some of the beats may not be what I like, but oh, he was saying some shit. Yeah. Now I'm a fan forever. And I want to uh, touch base on um, back. It's just because it's so cool how we're both uh, West Coast artists, but East Coast is like it is it, it, everything to us. You know, East Coast hip hop, East Coast rap is everything to us. So you know, talk more on that. Like how how were you able to be more uh, and not let let me rephrase. I'm not saying you're more of a fan, but what what uh, separates the 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 liking of of the East Coast a little bit more than the West Coast? Because I I hear you talking more about you know I see you talk about the East Coast artists and you fuck with them and you like them. It's just it's just like the best way I can explain it is that's what I grew up as a kid. Like I have those memories of what I was doing at that time when I heard that music. It's okay. it's it's first. It's the first my first introduction to really loving music. Mm. So that that's where it comes from. Like it, and it just expanded. It's just like. Your first girlfriend is like you. The first time you fell in love, like it's, it's just your first. The first right. time you rode a bike, it it, it 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 always has a special place with you. Yeah, it resonates big time. Yeah. Exactly. So that's that's what it like. That's just what I grew up on, and from there I start to love other things. And then at that point, after NWA, then the West started to produce more music True. for a period of time. That was you're right around that was, your that was time. It. Yeah, you're that was right. it. It, yeah. was, it was nothing but the East Coast. That was it. Yeah. Big Daddy Kane, MC Light, Latifah, Naughty by like that's well not that yeah, they came later. Yeah. But I'm just saying like all that early stuff. That was it. You couldn't. You may have seen MC8 and them on TV, but it was it wasn't 
Yeah, there wasn't an face. Yeah. No, 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 no. And the music was good. Yeah. It was great. I'm not gonna even say it was good. It was great. It was. It had. It had substance. So, for me, it was just. It. I talk about it more because I just have. It was first. That's how I fell in love with it. Gotcha. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, what I mean, um, when 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 somebody's favorite f- football team is is because of their parents or whatever, you know. Say your dad likes the Raiders, and that's why you're Raiders. It's because that's, that's what you first saw. Exactly. That's yeah. and that's that's exactly what it is for me with the music. That's mm-hmm. what I that's what I fell in love with first. So and it's it's my it's my foundation. Okay. Moving forward, now you just you, you building a house. You yeah, building exactly. You, you building exactly. So that's my foundation, and without your foundation, every. Anything you build on a fucked up foundation, yeah. it's almost like it's uh, gonna crumble. There's no plan. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. So, so tell us more about um, your 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 goals with this music career. You know, what I'm saying what what do you? And I'm not even trying to ask you like a five year ten year plan. What are you in this industry for? What are you in this business to do? Like, you know, go ahead. Really, to to change my family life. Just being one hundred percent straight honest, like I'm in it to to change lives. Like music has changed people's lives for the for the for the best, and that's what I'm in it for because I've seen it. I've seen it done so many times, and this is something that I'm good at. I'm passionate about. I love it, and these are some of the rewards. Like, and when you're doing, and sometimes some people don't even get the rewards. Yeah. Just say, for instance, like somebody like Charles Barkley, he j- just all over the place, but he never got a championship. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time, he's still Charles Barkley. So for me, it's just about being able to change, change my family's lives, our our, our living structure, being able to create the thing. Because when you have influence. There's corporations that want to buy into your brand, right? And then you can use that to put other people in position. Okay, I may not be able to do that, but I got family over here. I got my friends over here. I can put you in position, mm-hmm. and and just building to generational wealth. I hate to use the term, so but that's that's what it's about. No, that's the goal, man. That's the goal. Especially somebody who anybody that comes from from the neighborhood. From the hood, uh, we don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? We're not. We and that's by design. It, it, it's, it's by design. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. When we do get that, it's like, it, I don't think it's cliche at all, or I don't think it's bad to use at all because you got to understand if we've never had a cheeseburger and then somebody, is, because they our parents never would let us have a cheeseburger, then we find a way to get our hands on the burger and we eat it and we enjoy that shit, we love the <laughs> hell out of it. So the same is with generational right. wealth and exactly. money. If right. we've never had it and then we finally get a little taste of it, like you said with your cousins when they got that deal, right? it it, it not not changes you like, uh, it may, well, sometimes it changes people, but I think it, it, um, it, it makes you step your game up because it's like, I want more of this, and I want this to keep coming in. Yeah. And, you know? And that's what it's about for me. It's, it's about being able to put my people in position to change lives forever. Right. Because no handouts. Giving them jobs or, yeah, or exactly. titles. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. 
putting them that's why I said putting them in position right. to you're not gonna put someone in position that can't do the job. Yeah. You just put them in position to be able to create something that's gonna a legacy that's gonna be here long after I'm gone. And and that's that's what I'm in it for. Yeah. To create a legacy. That's what that that's 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 summarizing right there, legacy. I like I like that answer. Yeah. And and I know you have a business mind state because you weren't thinking like every other rapper, oh, I'm gonna put my family on up. No, you said I'm gonna give put them in a position. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a difference from putting a family member in a position and putting them on. Yeah. You know, and putting them on because you'd be like, oh, here goes money, you know. Right, exactly. Let me make a few calls. No, putting a, a, someone in a position of what you're talking about, I would like to think is you're gonna try to train them. Yeah, you gotta gonna, do the, you gotta put in work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it ain't gonna yeah. be easy. And, and that's the type of generational wealth that I feel people should have where all your family is 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 doing their part like the the Kardashian family for example exactly. you know what I'm saying that's a generational wealth that who okay the so yeah the dad um was a lawyer so yeah maybe he was rich but he wasn't Kim Kardashian You're rich exactly so their wealth would have probably you know if Kim didn't do her thing their wealth probably would have ended because he died you know what I'm saying so you know they would have well, died I'm not laughing at the fact no, no, that, I'm not laughing at him died I'm just the no. fact that you said Kim if Kim didn't do her thing when her thing was a sex tape yeah yeah no that's and there's a part two out there there's a part two out there we're just letting y'all know Kim got a part two that Ray J and WAP 100 got so you know but yeah allegedly yeah <laughs> that was that was just funny yeah. to me, my bad. No, I get it, but that's what I'm saying. Like that, she is a prime example, though, and, and that doesn't have to be sex tape. Can, right. She could have been a a, a a singer or whatever. Whatever she did, did it, it, she opened doors for her own of family course, so that course. she can get her sister in a position, train her sister to do shit. All her sisters, her mom as well. You know, what now, I'm saying? now they're all bosses. Yeah, they're all you know? bosses, even the younger ones. And I love sure. that because I I can't wait. Till, till Saint or Stormy or, or all, you know, Kanye and, and Travis's kids with them grow up because they're going to, you know, I don't feel like they're just going to be spoiled. I feel like with parents like Kim and Kanye and, and Travis Scott, you know, you're going to have parents that are going to cement into your head that, hey, if you want us to keep being rich so that your kids can have kids, you got to play a role. You got to yeah. play a role. Just because you're my daughter, yeah, I'm going to baby you, but that doesn't mean I'm going to give you the world. Of course, like you and... Like, you have to, and and I say this all the time, it's like, the school system, they, they teach you how to be a worker, which there's nothing wrong with being a worker. Yeah. My thing is, you work, but create an exit strategy to where you're working toward being right. the boss. Yeah. Right. Because... And they don't teach that in they, school they don't or teach credit that, or none of that. They don't teach none of that in school. They don't teach you, they don't give you none of the tools that you're going to need when you get out of high school. They say, okay, you go to college and now you're going to college for four to eight years. You don't literally waste it. Depend, I mean, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, you got to go to school. There's no way around it. You got to, yeah, you, you have to do that because medicine and laws continues to change. So you have to continue to practice. That's what you have to do. Sure. But as far as, like, I know people with these degrees, and they can't get a job. Yeah. They can't get a job. So it's like. And they be good-ass degrees. Good-ass degrees. Or, yeah. And sometimes they may even hit you with 
you overqualify. And that's terrible. What I've the heard of that. What the fuck does that mean? I've heard of that, yeah. What does that mean? How am I overqualified? If I'm here, I'm telling you, I want, I can do the job. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm overqualified. So, like, you, my, my, my thing is, like, you have to teach your children young about credit. Credit is everything. I don't give a damn how much money you have. Credit can get you in rooms that money cannot, right. period. Like you can, me and my boy, we was just talking. Me and T Mac, we was just talking while I was on my way here, and we was talking about somebody was saying like, yeah, they was doing this, 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 and they made all of this money, but they don't even have a bank account because they can't put it in a bank because of how they got the money. Right. They can't even go buy real estate with the money, and their credit is fucked up. Wow. So it's like, how you gonna rinse that? What you gonna do? Right. Exactly. Opposed to someone who doesn't have, they work and they got a little money, but their credit is great to where they can go buy them a house. They don't even need to put money down. They don't have to yeah. put money down. Your credit, credit is everything, y'all. Yeah. Credit is everything. Credit is like, um, it's like that, that, that money that you can't see, but if you, if you, if it's there, if your credit is good, it's there. It's there. It's that there. money is there. You it's know there. what I'm saying? It's yeah. like uh, saving. When you put money in your savings, you don't see, see it. it. You know it's there. You know it's there. You know like it's that. It's that leverage. Yeah. It gives you yeah, leverage. Yeah, that leverage. That's a good way to use it. Yeah. It gives you leverage yeah. because you can you can use your credit to obtain liquid cash if that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. But def- you definitely you need credit, like, and that's something that they need to teach in the schools as far as credit. Taxes, real estate, these are the things that they need to be teaching in high school. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Th- that's what you're going to need to really succeed in life. But that's not what they're teaching you. And it's a shame. My uh, It was my assistant football coach, right? The, the assistant to the football coach. He's the one that, that taught me and like three of my homies about credit. You know, he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to break this down for you. Go to one of these little spots. Like, There's this thing called a Curacao. It's like a... a, a it's sort of like a Costco, but like for for the Latin community or whatever it's called. Christmas. Oh, oh yeah, no, 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 I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, they have a bunch of oh, stuff. Oh man, I went. Yeah. Oh man, I went in there. What? Oh, I was. I was remember no, where course. you are? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Man, I'm on the freeway. I'm going, and I don't know what the hell. Oh, I just bought a house okay. last year. Congrats! Hell yeah. So, I'm looking for something, and I'm actually I'm going to this place to look at furniture, mm-hmm. and I see some shit on the side, and I'm like. That looked like it's a furniture store, but it says the name. And I, I go in there, man. It was so much shit, and I'm oh, like, this everything, is like, man, how many times I done passed this place up, and they got everything yeah. in there. But yeah, and, and it's it's like a, a di- it's like one of those when you go to those discount or those general stores and they have everything. Now, just imagine the general store for electronic name brands. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Was, so yeah. he was telling me, you know, just go over there, get you a, a credit for like fifty dollars for one of those little watches. Mm-hmm. Pay that fifty dollars or whatever you got, and bam, you just got good credit off of that, exactly. and, and so on. And and he made it like he made it so simple by that little watch, and he said, "Get fifty dollar credit for that." Like you know, as a kid, I'm not gonna lie. Before him talking to me, I looked at credit as you know, oh, you know, it's it's something like a lot of money and it's big, and you gotta have this much to, you know. I didn't know about that until he told me. You know, most of these people get good credit. By buying little shit, yeah, little ten dollars, twenty dollars shit, and it, and it, but it builds up because it shows that it shows that you're responsible. You paid the money back, right? So it's like okay, you paid ten dollars back, you paid fifty dollars back. Yeah. Okay, well we will give you five hundred. You pay five hundred back, 
How about we give you three thousand? You know, you pay the three. You did good with the three thousand. How about we give you ten thousand? And it just builds up. And then once you once you got it, now you get multiple five thousand, seven thousand, eight thousand, twelve thousand. Yeah. Now you look up, you got fifty thousand dollar cars, seventy thousand dollar cars. It's like, yeah. it's it's there. And, and the biggest thing is no down payment, man. And you're so right on a credit. It's just, even Jay-Z said it, man. Like, what's more important than, than throwing money in a club or whatever? Credit. credit you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because, you know what right. I mean? At the end of the day, like, like how you even said it earlier, bro. Them strippers are going to take all that money, but some of them can't even go to the bank account or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, with all that money, they're going to get taxed heavy. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Kill them. So it's just, it, it's good to have an artist. I already know your business mindset, but you're an artist too. So I think that's that's so awesome when, because a lot of artists, they come into this shit thinking that all you need to do is just make music and 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 write lyrics. And although that that's a major key, that is not the only key. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you got to look for who to ship that song to. It's, now you got to look where to record that song, you know? Because it's, it's a business, bro. It's, it's called the music business. Yeah, the music business. You, you're doing business transactions. Whether you're going to a studio, mm-hmm. you're paying somebody to utilize their facility. Yeah. You just made a business transaction. Yeah. According to the government, that money was supposed to get taxed. Right. Because it transferred from one hand to the next. Yeah. You just made a business transaction. Mm. And like you said, now, okay, now you got your music. Back in the day, you had to go press it up. Right. You just made another business transaction. Mm-hmm. You got artwork. You just made another business transaction. This is the music business. Everything that you're doing is business. Yeah. And some people don't look at it that way, but that's that's what it is. So so let's let's go down to this. I wanted to ask. Um, this is one of the when I told you that a question I didn't ask, but uh, that I didn't write down. But you know, as the conversation was going, um, independent or signed, and and elaborate why. Hmm. Great question. Because each have, the, and the, I ask the, this, there's perks. Yeah, each, each have perks, but also each have their downsides. The I would I would say major ten to fifteen years ago. Mm. The reason why I say that because during that time. They was giving out million dollar, millions of dollars. The deals were great. Yeah, deals because were you great. were getting yeah. CDs sold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah. Today, I would say independent, but distribution through a major. Yeah. That's the smartest way to go. Because just being independent, but having a major backing. Right. Because yeah. you still, there's, especially if, if you don't have a team. Like they have that you may not, it's so much, especially in today's time, now you got the Spotify, you got the Apple, like everything yeah. is, it's a la carte. It ain't just, we pushing it out to everything. Like yeah. some people don't even have, if you don't have an Apple phone, mm-hmm. if you don't have an iPhone, you don't got Apple, you don't have Apple yeah. uh, and iTunes. Yeah. So now you on Spotify. And vice versa. So it, it's 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 a la carte. So I would say, that's that's my answer. I would say, major, back in the days, but today, I would say independent with a major backing. Someone like a Empire or Fontana Distribution, 
uh, or even one of the majors, just long as you're having your independence to where they don't own 100% of your rights. Right. And you can still be creative. Exactly. And, and, and focus on your... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because the... You know, today, you really... Like, you can put stuff out yourself. You can get it out to the world, but this is why I say you need that infrastructure because mm. once you put it out, now you got to promote it. Yeah. You got to get it to the people and not just your people. The thing is to get it to people that don't know you. So and if it's some if it's not something to where it just genuinely catches on and then people are just sharing it, like you need to get it in front of the people. That's why you're right, and that's why that job, the those publicists, they're that's why they have those jobs exactly. because they 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 know when when you go to a fast food restaurant, you expect them to know the cook that's back that you're not gonna get sick off your food and you're gonna get exactly. you know uh, uh you know a nice meal. And the same thing goes with them. You know, their job is to make sure that you're not going to get false advertisement. You're not going to get fake followers. That you're really going to be out here. We're going to try to push you to these magazines, exactly, and, and blogs and stuff like that. Yeah, so. you, you you need you definitely need a team. Um, so, like I said, majors back in the day because the money was greater. Mm -hmm. But like you said, the downfall is they own a hundred percent of everything. You yeah. you didn't own shit. Yeah. Like you completely. You were a slave, and that's why they own your masters. All right. And it's just being an independent artist, and I've been an independent artist for a long, long time. It, I, I see these other artists that are signed, and and even these famous artists that post up their trial, their problems and shit like that. It, it gets me, and I get anxiety from their shit. You know what I'm saying? I start thinking like, what if it's me? Like, what if I sign and. And, and they want me to start dressing like this and I fucked up and I already, you know, shit like that gives you anxieties. How do you deal, how would you deal if, if say you were to sign with somebody and and then they start telling you they want you to dress this way and they want to, you know what I'm saying, they, which is nothing wrong with the way you dress, you're but, fly, but they want you to, to you know. I, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to do it because that, I'm, I'm, I'm in a position now to where I, I have, like we was talking, you have leverage mm -hmm. to where I'm not even finna entertain. I'm not even finna put my myself in a, into a deal mm -hmm. to where you have that dictatorship over me. That's that's just out the gate, mm -hmm. and and they're not even giving out enough money from the majors, and that's another th reason why I wouldn't choose a major today, right. because they're not even giving you that much money to even sign to them because mm -hmm. at the, if a major wants to sign you today you don't need them at that point because they're only sure. coming to you because you already need you you, you, you yeah. didn't gain so much traction yeah. you don't came across their radar so if a major's coming to you saying hey i want to sign you and they putting okay i got a hundred thousand dollar check in front of you that's because you don't even need them you don't need them at that point yeah. now you now if you negotiate distribution okay that's cool I, I great but as far as just signing over my rights and i now i owe you four to seven seven sure. albums not doing that and 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 i like to look at that as as um as you've been to college you went to college or yeah i went to college for one year so you know how it is it's like you we we, we we're giving the student loans and all that just like we're giving the advancement you know what i'm saying 
but not everybody becomes a doctor or a lawyer. Right. But you still, still gotta pay. Yeah. yeah, you still. And that's exactly how it is. The because I I use this metaphor because I speak to kids too at schools and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know I try to educate them a little bit on what I know. You know because I read books on on the industry and and I don't know everything, but a little bit of stuff that I know about getting managers. Managers, you you who how many how many of you want to go to college? And then I start breaking it down like I was just telling you right now. You know how many people want to be an artist? There's no difference with that. The only difference is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, the similarity is that, you know, not everybody's going to sell platinum albums. Not everybody's going to go gold. But, you know, if the label decides to, because some people can rip your contract, but if the label decides to, they can keep you in debt and be like, hey, you know what? You are somewhat of a popular rapper, so we're just going to use you to, you know, we're going to put a lot. But that's where the whole now we're going to have you looking like how we want you to dress now. You know, why do you think artists do that? No options. Like, I mean, if this is the person that's putting the money onto my table and they're telling me this is what I have to do to be able to keep being fed, it's like you feel like you have no options. But I feel like that was more back in the day. Like, today, the, 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 the business has changed. They're not really signing unsigned unsigned artists like like I said if they're signing you today yeah. it's because you already created some sort of buzz for yourself yeah. so you have that leverage to not be able to even put yourself in that in that type of situation now I have this, and I learned this from dealing we'll get into that with child support okay. they have this thing it's, it's called ignorance of the law is not a legal defense Okay. So, you may create a buzz for yourself, and you may have this value, and then they come to you and say, "Okay, we we want to sign you," and then you sign over a four album deal without reading. Without reading, it's like, mm-hmm. bro, you, you. They presume that you knew your value. Yeah. Once they find that's on you if you don't know your value. We presume that you know because we at this point. And then you still put yourself in that position. I want to, I want to, because I really love this and I want to keep this going. But uh, three, you think we can get some music yeah. going out, you know, for everybody out there? Yeah. Everybody that's going to be watching this, you know, we appreciate you. And, and um, we're going to have Rose links down there so you could always look and check him out, check out his music. Uh, we still got way more to talk about in this, in, in this interview, and I'm not done. I'm so blessed to have you here, man. I'm oh, grateful man. to have I'm you here, man. Uh, thank you for your time. We're going to keep it going, you know. We're gonna play some music. Did you want to get into his song already, or did you want to, you know, warm yeah, it up a little bit? Play some other stuff. Yeah, yeah, let's warm it up before we get. And we got a big song by Bro, and it's by. It, 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 all I can tell y'all is this is a Compton native, a very popular, famous, incredible Compton rapper. And and man, I I know you're ecstatic to have him on the song with you. Oh, so yeah. we, okay. I want to get on that too a little bit later. Sure. So you know, you got every, any throwbacks we can play, or you want to get into those? I said that one time. You got any old joints you want to play? Or? Uh, yeah, we can play. Uh, look up the Young Hogs. Okay. Uh, Max me out. We're gonna do this live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one is live TV. Yeah, okay. Impromptu Young Hogs. Young Hogs. What is he? Uh, no H O G G S. G G S. 
What's the name of the song? Max Me Out. And was that a, a group that you were in? Yeah, that or? was the group that I was in, yeah. Okay, there, cool. That's the video right there. Wow, nice. So we're about to get into some old school music by TJ with the Scar. You want to introduce this one, bro? Yo, this is TJ with the Scar, and right now you're about to check out Max Me Out by the Young Hawks. Can yeah, I yeah. LA Unlocked. In the motherfucking building, children, gas, no break, no yielding, wheel men, bitches all shades like Brazilian Cecilia, trying to make love to a million. I couldn't help but tell him that I really knew the feel. And my paint so wet, my seats wet till you got dank on deck. My drink keeps spilling, a hundred miles and running while I'm hanging out the ceiling, feeling hoes. How to surround this bitch, getting green. Made my whole team hood rich, 26 cent shit, BF good rich. Pull up, park, jump out, and just look at my shit. And it's something like stupid in the trunk You acting all dumb, I get stupid with the palm King killer, whole zilla in the flesh He, 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 he stuck while I'm ripping that ass Top notch on my fashion I'm Billy D on my swagging Nothing less than 23's on the wagon She better have some triple D's if we sagging Cause she got a Valet the black hard Everything I love, we be in the club Turn that shit up to that bitch go dumb Yeah, she wanna come, bring, bring her over here 94 drew down, Mac, Mac, get her here Swag game crazy, look high raise Beat next slim fit, white boy game Yeah, moving fast, real fast, never reckless Get money early, A.M. breakfast Stop, hold up, way before you go Score your boy some H2O from the stove This fire, your fist gon' work I can see him right now, low, getting that jerk Elbows out, out, off that drum Got a nice piece, little freak to take home When the clothes off, birth control on Don't mean to be black, but around you, we keep the bruh, uh, on Top notch on my fashion I'm Billy D on my swagging Nothing less than 23's on the wagon She better have some triple D's if he's sagging Cause she got a Grab her, hit the flow with me right quick. That that you touching on some like a nice hit. You better watch it. Some won't be sticking out. Slam the last shot. Let me and her dipping out. We on the four five, headed to the room. Hand on the thinner now, watching niggas zoom. I hit the exit, tripping these raps. One hand on the burner, I ain't slipping like that. I gotta keep it hood, like in every situation. Check it, my ES and heavy rotation. I got her pent up, knees to her earlobes. I'm trying to get behind that. Hit me with the rear cold. She can't handle it. She in tear mode. Gave her a face paint, and then I told the hoe. Top notch on my fashion. I'm Billy D on my swagging. Nothing less than 23's on the wagon. She better have some triple D's if we sagging. Cause she got a
back. That was that was actually I was gonna say TJ, but that's actually the Young Hawks. The Young Hawks, yeah. yeah the group. So before we get further into the interview, man, talk talk about that, man. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's the young, That's how I started. I'm gonna tell you this because, bro, <laughs> I, when I do interviews, I do homework, right? Mm-hmm. Bro, I was going everywhere. I was like, all right, I know he got he he, he gotta have another song in <laughs> this like one. Three. Week, you know? <laughs> song, like three, like, I might know. Too. <laughs> I was really yeah. out here trying to man. Yeah, that nah, song so, so was I, fun, energetic. Yeah, I love so it. I'm I'm one of the members of the group, the Young Hall. Okay. Uh, the Young Hogs, we started off with BG Knockout and Dracer out of Compton. Yeah, yeah, I remember BG Knockout and Dracer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we, that's where well, we Well, that's the Knockout. Uh, exactly. Yeah. That's where we started from. Nice. Um, went on to do work with Dub C. Okay. Went on to do work for Death Row. Mac 10. And we put out our own mixtape, the Dirty West mixtapes. Okay. And, um. Like that that was that was mainly my career. Like I, I never wanted to do a solo. Like I was always a part of the group. I never wanted to do solo. But okay. the thing is once as you get older and life starts to happen, yeah. you have children, now you got responsibilities. Yeah. So You need those solo checks. And not even solo checks, it's mm-hmm. just life happened. Like okay. yeah. when when we was doing the hogs, like like when we started off, nobody had kids. Okay. So we didn't have responsibility. Yeah. So we have all day to spend in a studio. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have no responsibility. So when life happens, you can't do that all day. Now you got to go get a job because now you got these responsibilities. So yeah. then life happened. Now you, you some moving to Lancaster, some moving out to uh, the IE. Yeah. It's not, we're not together every day. Yeah. So because life happens. So like. The, the group man is uh, it, it, we started young and like we've been in it like the first time we came out professionally was in 2000 on a death row on a death row album Two Gangsta for Radio we had the title track with Dracer on death row uh, Two Gangsta for Radio that was the first thing that we ever came out on um, professionally well I take that back Young Shame and Dracer they had a song with Dub C called uh, Survival of the Fittest they put it out, and I think that was like '99, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, so seeing your um, what 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 you've been through, you know, you've seen what it's like to get signed, you've seen what it's like to go independent. What um, what what do you think? Uh, how can I answer this question? What do you think is more important to an, uh, what should be more important to the artist to focus on trying to get signed, or to focus on on the creative part. Yeah, yeah. The creative. I, was say, just be, I don't even know what you was going to say, but the creative part. No, it's part just working on their music. And their, that's yeah. working on your craft because that's the most important part. Because when, whether you signed or not, the music has to be great and you have to continue to get better because you're putting it out to the world. Plus, and, it's your music, so you yeah, got to yeah. enjoy it as well. Exactly. You know so, and, like, you putting this out to the world, you have to continuously get better. And so, like, working on that to whether you signed or not, you still going to, so just because you're not signed, you, you're not going to do music? Right. No, you're going to continue to do music. Mm-hmm. So that's the most important part. I think most of the people, they look at getting signed, and, and it's just that paycheck and, yeah. you know, that, that lifestyle. But that lifestyle comes from that paycheck. So, you know, that's all included. But I just feel like they look at that paycheck, and then they think, well, you know, once I get... 
it, it's sort of like um, when when it's really cold outside and you just put on a sweater and you're like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. cool. Yeah. But then you go and it's fucking freezing. freezing. You need a damn jacket. jacket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what people are like. They see the money and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to be taken care of. Not knowing that, no, you got to pay that to uh, the, the company. You got to pay them back this. You got to pay the producer off, the engineer. Not And they're, the, they're sometimes different people. So you got to pay off a producer and an engineer. Before you, know? you even get to that point, the IRS took half of the check. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> of course. So now it's like, it's almost, and it's fucked up because it almost makes you feel like you're in debt to people that you don't even know that you owe them money. No. It's crazy. Like I said, I just... Just bought a house, and like when you go through escrow, mm. like they they giving you a list of you like okay you bought this house it's such and such hundred thousand dollars, and you looking at it where this money is going. Yeah, like, yeah. I just well, learned about that. Too. Yeah, it's that like wait, seven hundred went here, twelve thousand went there, and you like processing fee process what all you do is push papers right like right. you got six hundred dollars for that yeah. like it, it breaks it it's itemized to how they broke up this money and it's crazy and you looking at this like dog this they making bread it's like you trip <laughs> out when something is like 5.99 and then you end up paying like eight dollars and you're like so just imagine <laughs> you know dog, yeah, yeah yeah so it's it, it's 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 crazy dog like you like you have to like when you do get that check, like you said, yeah. you gotta pay people like in order to keep that machine moving, yeah. and so you have to continue to, you have to build a strong team, or put put yourself around a strong team to, that can guide you through to be able to continue to be financially sound to where we can keep this machine moving because you can get the check. That's Man, my boy said something to me earlier today. He said, spending money is the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I said, shit, ain't nobody ever said it to me like that. Like, you can get the check. Yeah. The hardest part is being able to keep it and being able to keep it going. Because yeah. you can get it. Once you get it, oh, I got to take care of moms. I got to do this. Sure. I do, 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 do. Now, mind you, IRS then already took half. Yeah. Right. So half is already gone. Then a fourth of it, of the, of the half that you got, mom's family, this, right. this, this. Okay, that's a whole nother fourth of a half that's already gone. Then you're going to splurge on yourself. That's another half. That's half of the half. That, now keep that in mind. That's half of the half. That ain't even a whole pie. That's half of the half. So that money goes fast. And then you got to pay the other people, the engineers, your team. That's a third and a half. Now you left with this quarter of a half, and you're like, "Shit, damn, I gotta do." Now I'm, I owe these. And people. this is in a week. <laughs> and the dude from last week was like, "Oh, when I get that million dollar check, this way I'm gonna be lasting for months, bro." That's how that million dollars is broke down. Now you're looking up. You got two hundred and fifty. Now you don't got. You don't want to buy this car. You got a car note. You got a house. You got this house note. And you're like, "Shit, how I'm going?" Remember that music video by, um, I think it was, it was Slim Thug or I know what you're talking about. when he, when he spends a million dollars in one day. Yeah. I love that video because it, it shows you the wrong things to, to do, do. Yeah, with yeah, all that yeah, money. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause obviously in the video, they're not showing the taxes getting taken away. They just show him with a million. So yeah. <laughs> man, um, I'm having such a great time with this conversation. I want, I want to keep it going. 
um, <clears throat> again, doing my research and my homework on you, I, I see that, you know, obviously you're a father too, so kids mm-hmm. are important to you, I can tell. Yeah. And, and I'm sure kids, of, uh, any anybody's kids will be important to you. You will look at them and, and, and respect them as if they were one of your own kids, you know. Most and I've, I've, I've seen that. You've been working with, um, with, with this, uh, it's called Dante's Dugout. Oh yeah, would, yeah, yeah, would, yeah. Would you mind and, and yeah, so, letting them know what that's about? So Dante's dugout. It's it's one of my friends, one of my childhood friends. Um, he used to be the manager of the game, for okay. his role manager. But we all grew up in the same neighborhood together. Um, so his son, uh, little Dante L L Kute, that's his son, right. and this is his son is a baseball fanatic. Like I he, can tell, I see. he loves breeze baseball yeah. he, he just turned what eight or nine okay. and like he his thing is the, the kid got it like and it's the company was established in 2017 and like I said he's here it is he's a kid but he's always been giving back to other children to inspire them and to give them knowledge of the game right like it, it, it's crazy to to be inspired by a kid, yeah. like just his 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 thinking, his his passion for the game, his knowledge of the game, like it, it's inspiring. You think he's known it for 40, 50 it, years. It's, yeah. it's inspiring, and I see, I see that same passion in my own son with football. It, it's it's a different game, but they have the same passion. Yeah. Like my son, he, you can ask him, okay. What was the Super Bowl? What was the Super Bowl score, 2016? Off the top of his head, he's gonna know it. I don't even know what the fucking Super Bowl score was last we year. Played, yeah. We even played in the Super Bowl, but <laughs> yeah. he knows it because he watches YouTube and he he does the research. And same thing with Lil Dante. They they just have it. Like it's certain kids, you know, that they got it. Yeah. And over the the weekend, um, it was his birthday, yeah. and um, he had. Man, they did something that I've never seen before. They had this baseball clinic for children to where they had um, coaches and players from the University of Fullerton and Cerritos College. They were there teaching the kids, and they had all of the equipment out there. They had batting equipment. They had outfield equipment. They had uh, speed and agility coaches. Man, everything in training camp that you would think for a professional game they had this out there for eight-year-old kids. Wow. Like, really giving them the fundamentals of baseball. And I'm like, this shit is crazy. Like, it was so inspiring. i never seen nothing like this in my life. Especially, you know, at, uh, around we're around almost the same age. We didn't have that. No, we didn't. We had, have you know, old-ass leftover jerseys from year or that's we, 20, 30 years old jerseys, you know. Yeah. And that's part of... Another reason why I wanted to be successful in this industry because I wanted to go back to my old school. Of course. And, you know, because who knows, to this day, maybe they're still wearing those 10, 30, uh, 10, 20 year old jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I just did, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just did this post maybe two days ago at my old school, Compton High School. For, for the people that don't know. Yeah. Right now, Compton High School is rubble, it's dirt. They tore the whole school down. Really? They're planning to rebuild it up and have it built by 2020. I mean, 2023. But right now, Compton High is there's no school. It's just all dirt. It's tractors right now. They. Wow. Yeah. I haven't been by there. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Like the whole school is gone. The kids there 
and I just had this conversation last week on Facebook. Damn. It just hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. That wasn't a loop. <laughs> exactly. The school is gone. Where the hell are these kids at? Where are they going to school at? Right. Yeah. And the unfortunate part about shit like that is sometimes they're forced into new schools and uh, schools that are like way down the street from what, like way off yeah. the block from. And not only does that cause issues getting to, especially when parents got to work and they of can't, course. especially when you were going from walking distance to now. Also, you get in. I was one of those kids that got placed, that got put into a new school after our school got shut down. And it was just fights. It was just issues. And, that's, a, and that's the thing. Like, they, the kids from, most of them go to Roosevelt Junior High School now. Okay. And it's like, so y'all put these kids, some, these are teenagers, then you put them with the junior high schools. Mm. How is that even possible? 